This episode is sponsored by Moving Beyond the Page Homeschool Curriculum, How Children Want to Learn. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com. Welcome to the Savvy Homeschool Moms Podcast. Episode number 65. In this episode, moms talk about their long absence and share what resources they are using this school year with their children. <laughs> Mom, where's my math Honey, where's my glasses? Why is the dog wearing a tutu? Where are my shoes? Honey, is this one of your science projects in the fridge? I'm hungry. Hello, Tina here. I wanted to give you guys all a heads up that I know that there are some audio problems we had in the first part of this episode. Unfortunately, Becky's mic was up too high and we didn't realize until after we recorded our entire catch-up part. Rather than re-record the whole thing, I tried to fix it the best I could, but we did get it adjusted by the next section of the show, and it won't happen again. So sorry. Also, Skype appears to have been dropping in and out throughout the show. Not enough to ruin it, but just to lose syllables here and there. Hopefully that will be a one-time thing. And one last thing. After recording this episode, my daughter Maven got her website launched finally. Her new domain name is mavedragoncreations.com. And Maeve is spelled M-A-E-V-E. I hope you guys will go check it out. She's just starting to fill her store and you'll find her amazing digital artwork available for sale on t-shirts, bags, and other items. Just in time for the holidays, hint hint. And now, back to the show. I'm Tina. I'm Becky. And you're listening to the Savvy Homeschool Moms. The secular homeschool support and resource show that keeps on keeping on. Even when you thought we were gone forever. <laughs> we're back! We're back! Yay! So, Tina, what's the time code this week? Skip to the end of our chit-chat. 30 minutes, 36 seconds. And what have you been up to for, like, the last mm, 11 months? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm obviously not going to talk about everything that happened in my life, because that just would take forever. <laughs> And be boring, probably. But so much has happened since last we talked. Um, So the main reason for us being away for so long was, as some of you saw, I posted on Facebook, me. Um, (laughs) There was too much serious stuff going on for me to even think about this podcast for quite a while, actually. Um, The past 12 to 18 months have been really hard for me. Um, Some of it's not my story to tell since... I have loved ones that have got some struggles that I'm helping to deal with. Um, But uh, in the last episode, I did share that some of the scary stuff that happened, you know, within the last 12 to 18 months was my mom's cancer scare and heart surgery and then heart attack and a later ambulance trip from Disneyland. (laughs) Woo! That's like, I just am remembering when you were telling me all that when it was happening, it seems so like forever ago. It seems like forever ago, but it was only a year ago. Isn't that crazy? So terrifying. So that was last year, but that was like just the beginning of all of the massive stress that um, started the last chunk of time, (laughs) the stressful (laughs) time. And uh, anyway, she's, she's still doing very well right now. She made it through all of that. And, um, and everything I know I, I mentioned this in another episode but people who didn't listen to it um, you know my mom's a cancer survivor she's she's had three cancers now that I think she's had a mastectomy she had uh, thyroid cancer removed her thyroid um, and then she's got um, anyway she's got all kinds of stuff going on but she's she's 
a survivor and she's doing fine now. Yes. And her heart is, we haven't had any more scary situations with her for quite a while. So cross your fingers. Anyway, so that's, that stuff's been going on. Um, but some of my recent struggles um, include depression and anxiety that were brought on by perimenopause. And I had some pretty serious issues with ADHD going on as well. Everything was just kind of bouncing off of each other and spiraling me. Um, so it was making me feel like I was a hamster on a wheel, getting nowhere. Um, our homeschooling suffered greatly. Um, our whole lives <laughs> suffered greatly. And I have sought out help and I have gone to therapy and I'm now on antidepressants. So things are improving. Yay. Um, yeah. <laughs> but wow, I finally got a, a, a real taste of anxiety and depression, which I've heard a lot about for years, uh, but I never actually experienced it until now. So it really does knock you on your butt. <laughs> it does. It really does. And I am so sorry you had to go through all of that stuff, Tina. That really uh yeah so i i do i really feel for all the people that have suffered like with anxiety and depression for their like lifelong because that's just i mean now that i've had a taste of it and medicine's helping so that's really been wonderful but um i really do feel bad for i know i'm sure we have lots of listeners that are going through that um I, there's some groups on Facebook that have helped me a lot so I'll, i should put some links in the show notes for those um there's there's groups for homeschooling moms that are for I think there was the, I think it was a depression group that I'm on I'll have to look them up but uh can you make a note for that <laughs> so I, I don't want to lose my train of thought <laughs> I will look up those Facebook groups and put those in the show notes because um, those people really helped me out a lot they have helped me um, but anyway this is it's just been awful and then the physical symptoms actually surprised me the most we get when you feel physically exhausted all the time and I hadn't actually done anything that's just mind-boggling to me like I've heard about that but to actually finally experience that uh, I'm sure you've experienced it because I know that you've you've dealt with this um that exhaustion that, that, that full body exhaustion <laughs> exactly. when you just got out of bed five yes. minutes ago yes <laughs> yes because I had so much going on you know I had all the physical stuff going on and all the emotional stuff going on and it was just oh my god I was just I'm lucky I got out of bed really yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to I didn't get to the point where I was stuck in bed all day I didn't get that bad luckily but I can now I can get I can get it I can I can understand how some people like I understand how that feels now like I have a taste of it so I'm like oh gosh <laughs> but anyway all of this was brought on by perimenopause Yay, perimenopause. <laughs> Yay for getting older. <laughs> I, I will. My birthday is on Saturday and I turned 47 and my body is definitely showing it. <laughs> it's like, we're going to kick you in the butt. I Side note, did you know that menopause is your body? You probably already know this because you know all this stuff. Did your body actually going into withdrawals from estrogen? Yeah. Yeah, that's I why, never knew that's that why a hormone replacement helps because it, right. it fills in that need that your body has. I had no idea. Like, I, I mean, it makes sense, but I guess I sort of kind of knew it, but I never heard it worded that way before. It's literally going into withdrawals. No wonder. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. And I can't do, I can't do hormone replacement because I have issues with migraines that are hormone related. So. Woo. <laughs> Woo! I'm looking forward to this. I mean, tell, I mean, I'm I'm sort of like on the edge of perimenopause right now, but you're like a year ahead of me because I'm yeah. going to be 46 on the 21st. So right, right. almost like exactly a year ahead of me. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm like looking at this, going, okay, 
okay. <laughs> I, I'm hoping that I I go through quietly. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Some people do. Because everything else hormonally related in my life has been so traumatic and so just horrific. Mm-hmm. This one thing, just the universe could give me this one. <laughs> yeah, right? Quiet <laughs> menopause, you know, and then nice. just put me out to pasture or whatever you do with women after they go through menopause. I don't know. Oh, please. <laughs> like an island party. <laughs> we go party. We go party. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, yeah. And I, I've just been dealing with a lot. Of, that was one of the, well, some of the things that I've been dealing with. And uh, along with all the other weird perimenopause symptoms that I was never warned about, like the mood swings from hell. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, feeling like a teenager again. PMSing all the time. <laughs> and, and what? Zits. Oh, no, I haven't had that problem, thankfully. Oh, that's I have zits and wrinkles. Oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. All the younger moms that are listening right now are going, oh, this is what we have to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all go through it. Don't worry about it. It's actually not that big of a... I mean, it's an, it's not easy, but I'm like, oh, I can handle this now that I finally made it past all, all this, the some of the stuff. I'm I'm like, I can make it through the rest. I can, well, I can handle this. probably helped a lot, too. Oh, totally. Because I didn't... Yeah, I knew I knew exactly where it was coming from because I've never felt this before, and I definitely knew exactly where it was coming from. Yeah. But yeah, and I've just been feeling like every little thing that happens to me or someone I care about is just so much more than it ever was before. Like, it just everything has just been so much more intense emotionally. So I just haven't been handling the stress very well at all, and now I'm on well Wellbutrin, I'm doing much, much, much better. Um, but this is this is I'm letting you guys know all this because this is why we've been gone so long. Um, and there's more. <laughs> um, well, and then mentioning the ADHD that I I mentioned it before, my that was really spiraling. I was I I've I've had ADHD for a while. I'm pretty sure I've still not gotten an official diagnosis, but because the Wellbutrin helped, um, which also is off off label help for ADHD as well, and it immediately helped me to stop spiraling um i don't even really know how to explain that that spiraling is the only way like i felt like a hamster in a wheel you know, like, no, I know um, anyone that suffered for it from it tina knows exactly what you're talking about we have all yeah. <laughs> like i couldn't yeah i just couldn't accomplish anything like i i have i've had ADHD for a while and i do have a hard time accomplishing things but i still was able to accomplish things I was getting nothing done like i was literally just bouncing from thing to thing and then just no our homeschooling suffered. <laughs> so, but you know, with with any kind of illness or disorder or whatever sickness or anything like that, you just you know do what you got to do while you're making it through it, and then you get on the other side, and then you'll we'll catch up. It's not yep. a big deal. I figure. Well, we didn't get to the bed schooling. We didn't get that bad, but um, but I knew that was an option if I ever had to. So yeah, that was worked really well for me for like three months a couple years right. ago. Right, was fantastic. Right. Yeah, yeah, I remember when you were when you're having that. But um so yeah, so I was just spinning and getting nowhere and making no progress with anything and thankfully the antidepressants have worked um uh with the ADHD as as well. So they they helped me get out of that feeling. So now I'm back to just the normal ADHD feel. I'm I'm, I'm certainly not cured. <laughs> but I'm I'm back to where I can actually accomplish things again. Yeah. But the other thing that was exacerbating things greatly was that I had a, an excruciatingly painful situation that happened, uh, was happening 
for the good part of a year, actually, involving some close friends that I've known for years that turned out to be not such great friends after all. Um, and I'm not going to go into all the details. It's not important to share here. Just know that I was hurt very deeply, and I still continue to struggle with healing over the pain that came from what I felt was a really deep betrayal. Um, rock my world <laughs> at a time when I was not emotionally equipped to handle it. <laughs> so homeschooling really suffered last year, uh, last school year in big ways, um, which meant that I did not feel qualified to be talking on this show to you about things that I personally wasn't handling well. <laughs> so <laughs> hence the break. Yes. <laughs> I would have been like, uh, how can I talk to other people about this? I'm a, I'll be a complete hypocrite here. <laughs> so, but I made it through it. And there's some other stuff, you know, but there's always other stuff, right, that I'm not going to go into. But just know it's just been, I've just been a hot mess for like the last 18 months, basically. <laughs> 12 to 18 months or so. I don't know. Um, so anyway, I just needed a, a bunch of time to figure things out and get my life back on track. And I'm still working on that, but things are finally starting to get better. Finally. I'm getting getting back on track and starting to slowly get into a routine, although I know that my routines will always get knocked off whack because I'm just not good at routines. But we're actually doing pretty good. Like one of the things that we're doing regularly now is taking walks. That's that's really good for depression and like yeah. I think pretty much everybody in the family is dealing with depression. So um, we go for morning walks. Well, now they're more like afternoon walks because mm -hmm. now that it's not hot, we don't rush to get done in the morning and yeah, it keeps happening later and later. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's actually happening most of the time. That's and good. So that's, that's like an improvement right there and the exercise in the sunlight is helping. And... Ugh, sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> so... And I'm no longer spending my days on end physically exhausted and laying around and dragging myself around from the effects of depression or, or hurt feelings. Um, things are finally improving. Yay. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm managing to get my kids, you know, I'm getting them out for the walks and, and, and we're getting on track and we're starting to, starting to slowly um, get some school, quote unquote, schoolwork <laughs> <laughs> done. I'm trying to. Not, I'm trying not to use the ter those terms quite so much because it's become such a negative connotation to my kids. Yeah. <laughs> Learning time or something. I don't know. I haven't figured out how to word it yet. But um, So anyway, since uh, we're no longer with a weekly enrichment program, we left the one we were in, I'm starting a, or I did start a makers club uh, to get my kids some of that much needed social time. <laughs> so that's fun. That's been really fun. We do weekly makers club. Um, we, we have basically a new group of friends now. Yay. Some people that I've known, but um, we didn't really know them that well, and some new people, and yeah, it's been really that's been really fun. And then we also have weekly Doctor Who night at my house, where a bunch of teens and preteens come over to enjoy Doctor Who night with my daughter, because that's her big thing. Well, I mean, it's a big thing for me too, but the Doctor Who night is for her to get together with with kids. Wow, well, you and get to get together with the adults though. I do. We we hang out in the other room and we chat, so I get to have some social time then too. So, and that's been that's been cool. Even if just like one or two kids come, sometimes it's um it's still uh, totally worth it. So, and some days we have like five, so it's it's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah, it's been working out well. And I'm working on some other plans that include trips to nature regularly. That's that's on my list of things to do. Hasn't happened yet, <laughs> but it's on my list. <laughs> And now that I have a national parks pass, we can go to Yosemite whenever we Yay. want. 
haven't used it yet, but I plan to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we have a new zoo pass so we can get to the zoo and see our favorite zookeeper as well. She's awesome. Um, so trying not to just stay home day, day in and day out, you know, I'm hoping that that will be a thing of the past, just staying at the house all the time. So trying to get out and, uh, things are improving. So, um, yeah. So a new school year started, obviously, and Tiran is still with Inspire, the homeschool charter that we have been enrolled with in California in seventh grade. And I'm enjoying using all of his funds to, uh, to get him all kinds of neat things like drum lessons. Drum lessons. Yay. I did pull Maven out of Inspire um, because the high school hoops were just not working for us. So she is now on the private school affidavit. Um, there's just too much emphasis on the standards at the at the high school level yeah. with Inspire. Taryn's still in, enrolled, though, so that's nice for the money. <laughs> right. Funds, man. Give me some those funds. Oh, no, they're awesome. Um, yeah. So we're enjoying the peace of not answering to anyone for her last two years of high school on the private affidavit. So much less stressful. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm continuing to do our my uh, field trip business, Tina's Adventures. Um, I've but I've I've with so many other things going on lately it's just not been a top priority i really need to get my button gear and plan some more trips this year <laughs> we just had the civil war revisited trip this last yeah. month and that was really awesome and then i have not yet found the time to schedule anything more i was kind of enjoying the break a little <laughs> did you guys see the tin type photographer while you were there uh no they did they <sighs> i didn't well, the way that they did it this year, you don't go to all the stations. Well, they actually, all years, they, you don't go to all the stations. But they didn't let us pick the stations. They just oh. you got a you got assigned, and you had to do it in numerical order. So, so no, we didn't. We saw the um, beekeeper and the soap lady, the lady that made soap, the oh. vendor person, whatever tradesman, and the other another tradesman that talked about the the. Um, haversack that they carried and we saw the um abraham lincoln and uh what was the other one? Oh, the cannon people i think that was the south i think it was confederates that were doing that were manning the cannon and they had the cannons going off in between oh, yeah. every station oh <laughs> we would not have lasted five minutes it was so loud and it got to the point but by because there were seven stations and by the time we got to near the end of the day we were all cringing waiting for the cannon to go off to tell us it was time to move on and we're like no it's they're walking over to the cannon now. Get ready. Because <laughs> we can Cover see them across ears. the field. Yeah. Oh, awful. I, yeah, yeah we, wouldn't, we wouldn't handle that well. Yeah. And then the last one that we did was, uh, it was this play that the kids put on that was about children in the in the Civil War. And um, it, was re- it was really well done. This this whole class of kids did dressed up in costumes and acted out this play. So that was really cool. Talking That's about awesome. what the children's experience was like during the Civil War. So that was cool. But uh, yeah, after that, I haven't I haven't scheduled anything, so I really need to get moving on that. Um, so many other things that I'm doing right now, I just haven't found the time. But yeah, on my long list of things to do. So um, hopefully, as things get better at home and my life starts to get more organized, as it has been, I'll be able to m- keep improving more things and including recording more podcasts. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> Assuming we don't keep having technical issues. Right? Goodness. <laughs> we finally found time to record, and then we kept running into technical issues. It's like, enough already! <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So I don't kid myself that everything's going to go perfectly now. I still have setbacks, but I'm improving and I'm feeling optimistic again. And that's change enough to feel like things are getting better. And I never, ever give up. So things are finally, finally on the rise. <laughs> things are looking <Yeah>. up. <laughs> um, I really appreciate everyone for being so patient with us during our long hiatus. Um, and the kind words from so many of you on Facebook when I posted yes. the little message about why we were gone for so long, they really warmed my heart and brought tears to my eyes. Oh my gosh, that was so sweet. I sincerely thank all of you for your kindness and hope that we can continue to produce episodes for years to come. We'll yes. See. We'll see. <laughs> uh, that's our goal. <laughs> We've got uh, a few years of homeschooling left. Yeah, we do. Because we both have, well, you have a sixth, is he sixth grade? Yeah, sixth, yeah grade. sixth grade. So yeah, and I have a seventh grader as our youngest. So, so it might not ever be predictably regular. I don't kid myself to think that we'll ever be able to do that. But I definitely don't want to pod fade and disappear. So, yep. um, I want you to know that we'll keep on recording. We're still here. <laughs> 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 so, and thanks for hanging in there with us. And uh, hopefully, the dra- the major drama in my life is over, and I'm over the worst of the hurdles for now I mean until life throws me something else <laughs> as <laughs> life does as it does <laughs> but uh, yeah so there you go that's what's been happening and um, moving on out <laughs> <laughs> moving up to better things now hopefully we'll see so what have you been up to for the last 11 months <laughs> <laughs> wow um, here are some things in no particular order because unlike Tina I am not all organized with my thoughts on what happened over the last 11 months so I just sort of um, put in a few things so you guys know that I was still around um, let's see um, my middle child came out as trans his name is Aaron Daniel Gist and he just turned 15 <laughs> yep <laughs> yep so um, I have a 15-year-old now, um, and I have three boys, and it's very exciting. Lots of things going on, um, lots of changes, um, but mostly positive and going well. And um, I did put in here kind of oddly, but he got a ukulele for his birthday, mm-hmm. which is like a big deal because like he's been he's been taking guitar, gosh, since Eleanor Roosevelt, right? So oh, right. <laughs> taking guitar for like five six years and um he just picked up the uke and two minutes later he was making music on it wow and he's been yeah he's been writing songs for the uke and um i actually have one of them here in the the notes that i'll tell you guys about in a minute and in addition to his amazing ukulele ability he i got him his first url such a proud geek mom moment (laughs) I bought him WeepyKing.com because his Deviant Art and his YouTube and his Redbubble store are all Weepy King. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm so proud of him. He has his first URL. Yeah, we were just talking about that with Maven today that she needs a URL too. So we were talking about that. He has like twelve bucks on Google. Why not? Yeah. Right? It's nine ninety nine okay. on the one that I do. So uh-huh. oh, I like Google domains <laughs> because I have all of it right there. Oh yeah, I have all mine on. <laughs> Rick's cheap domains. <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll pay the extra three bucks for Google's name. There you go. I'm okay with. Um, I got a new tattoo. I've been wanting. Yeah, I've been wanting to get a tattoo, another tattoo for a while. And um, me and Angela and Courtney actually 
had decided to get tattoos for my birthday last year, and then timing and timing and timing and timing just didn't work out. So it ended up just being me and Angela. Mm -hmm. We went, and um, I got a Mad Hatter's hat from the original Alice in Wonderland illustration. Oh, that's right. I do remember seeing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but instead of where it says in style 10 you know the the price i have a semicolon for the semicolon project which ah. i should probably put a link in link in the show notes for that there you go um i'm going to put a picture of my tattoo so you guys can all see it i didn't put any wording on it i'm, con- I'm still considering wording but i, I kind of like it just the way it is mm-hmm. and i got it done right on my forearm so i can see it all the time and i absolutely adore it it makes me super happy <laughs> <laughs> um Speaking of Aaron uh, performing original songs, he performed his (laughs) first original song, I Need Some Space, at a recital at Fresno Music Academy and Arts where he takes guitar and Tieran takes drums, right? Right. Yes. Amazing school. Aren't they fantastic over there? Yeah, they are. I love them so much. Jess is such a sweetheart at the girl at the desk. And mm-hmm. John, the guy who owns it, he's nice. I, I really like it over there. Yeah. And I was so proud of Aaron. He got up there on that stage. It was just him and his music teacher. His music teacher accompanied him on the guitar. And it was, I, I'm going to include the video so you guys can see it. It's a little slow at first. But, man, when he gets into it, he's belting it out. It's fantastic. Wow, Makes cool. Me so proud. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as I said, remember, this is in no particular order. So the doctor regenerated and now she's a girl. <laughs> yep. Hey, I'm so excited. Doctor who, for people who don't know who the doctor is. <laughs> One of these things uh, that Tina and I am, are also excited about. Um, Jodie Whittaker is going to be the new doctor. And did you see she's going to have three companions? Yes, I did. I saw that. And I'm hoping, fingers crossed, for non-human. Yeah, right. <laughs> we at least have one of them not be from, you know, London. Right. <laughs> It'd be really nice. Um, but I'm super excited about the new Doctor. Like, oh, there's a lot of pushback and stuff. But, man, oh, I'm yeah. an old Whovian. And the only thing that's true for Who is that it changes. Yeah. And I'm so excited about this change. Yeah. Maven is ecstatic. As soon as she saw it was a girl, she was over the moon. I'm really excited even more than I was about Peter Capaldi, even though I was super excited about Peter Capaldi because I was like, finally an old Doctor again. <laughs> And I, I'm, I'm not happy about Peter leaving, but yeah. I'm excited about Jody coming in. Yeah, awesome. Um, I know I spoke on one of the other shows about um, Aaron taking classes at the animation course. Mm-hmm. Um, he finished the Animation 2 course over the summer and really enjoyed it, though now we have decided to set animation aside mm-hmm. and focus on actually making comic strips. So oh. that's what we're working on now. Yeah, kind of cool. Mm. Um, Jack has started um, classes at this amazing place here in Fresno called Innoved. Mm. Um, they teach um, robotics and uh, animation. Animation? No, not animation. Automation. Robotics and automation. That's hard to say. It really is robotics <laughs> and automation. <laughs> and they teach like. Um, coding and programming and app building and 3D printing and laser cutting and architecture and their classes start kindergarten to 12th grade and Jack is currently in the robotics one class he's starting electronics with Arduino tomorrow night and then next semester he's taking robotics two and artificial intelligence so I keep joking that Jack is going to be building our future robot overlords Mm -hmm. and I'm okay with that because if Jack does is the one that builds them, then you know Star Wars and the expanded universes will be a subject at school, and there will be a real shatter dome with Jaegers waiting for the kaiju incursion. 
And there are people out there who understood what I just said. I have and they no will... idea. <laughs> I know, but the people who understand what I said, they will giggle at that. Yes, they will. So if you understood that, leave me a note because mm-hmm. I really want to know. But it's true. Like, this is what Jack wants to do with his life. Like, he wants to build, you know, big robot mechs and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's going to be good at it. Um, so, yeah, if you are local to Fresno, I would recommend checking out Innoved. Ellie, the owner over there, is amazing. She is so smart and just she is on the ball and amazing. And um, I am actually going to try to have her on the show at some point because oh. I'd really like to talk to her about her thoughts on on um, STEM education. Right. And um, she has some really great thoughts about how, you know, we're waiting too long um, to start introducing kids to this stuff. And oh, it right. needs to be. There needs to be a second language to them yeah. now, yeah, sure. you know, so they don't end up like adults who can't figure out how to use Facebook, you know, how they, how <laughs> our generation was, you right. know, they couldn't figure out how to use Facebook and stuff. Well, they need to know how to code, like, out the door. They need to know that stuff for the jobs of the future, so. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom came to visit in May. And um, that was really nice. I hadn't seen her in a while. Mm-hmm. And um, now I've got to see her twice more because I, I got to go to some Duran Duran concerts with my brother. Oh, but cool. uh, she came to visit in May. And um, just the day before, we had discovered that Aaron's guitar was separating. The neck was separating from the body. Mm. And so um, as soon as she came down, he t- she took him over to Guitar Center and got him a brand new acoustic electric guitar with this really cute little tiny amp and everything. <laughs> And we also went on a really great field trip to the Forest J. Forest Jair. Forest Jair. Underground <laughs> Gardens. You would think I would know how to pronounce it, but I just By now, yeah. I know, <laughs> Wendy. Wendy's Gardens. <laughs> Wendy's Gardens. We just went to Wendy's Gardens. And we had a blast. My mom had never been there before. And our friend Courtney was our tour guide, of course. Of course. And um, so we just had such a good time. And if again, if you're in the area, it, it's a really fun little um, field trip, especially in the summer because it's way cooler. Yeah, it is. It is in the rest of Fresno because yeah. you're literally underground. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was a ton of fun. And uh, I guess the last thing I had was our kitties, Comet and Crowley Dresden Holmes, King of Hell and <laughs> Consulting Magician for Hire, turned <laughs> one year old. <laughs> How funny is that? They had a birthday, huh? <laughs> yep, they had a birthday. Well, it's, I was talking to you before we started recording. I know exactly how old they are because when they right. were surrendered, they were from a family, and the family said they were born on March 23rd. So okay. we know that's their birthday. Yeah. It's every year. And I didn't mention it, but we got two new kittens. <laughs> you did. I did. So now we have four cats. <laughs> <laughs> so now, yeah, chaos has erupted in our house. <laughs> Aaron's trying to talk me into a dog, and I'm like, are you kidding? I have two cats and two kids and a frog. That's not. <laughs> yeah, plenty. <laughs> <laughs> so now I think we should take a break for our sponsors. This episode of the Savvy Homeschool Moms is brought to you by Moving Beyond the Page, the homeschool curriculum that I use for science, social studies, and language arts. I get to read great books, do creative projects and activities, and learn critical thinking skills. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com and use the coupon code SAVVYMOMS for free shipping on your next order. And by Pantia Press, a family-run homeschool publishing company specializing in secular science and history curriculum. Pantia offers History Odyssey, featuring easy-to-follow lessons, reading and writing assignments, map work, and fun activities, including their newest release, American History Odyssey, for 9th to 12th grade. 
and Real Science Odyssey, an incremental science program presented in an entertaining story-like format with hands-on activities incorporating background science information, labs, reading lists, journaling ideas, and more. Pendia Press offers a fantastic try-before-you-buy on their website so you can see how their program works for yourself. Visit PandiaPress.com for more information. And by Math Mammoth, an affordable, mastery-based curriculum for homeschoolers, written by a Finnish math teacher turned homeschooler. I love Math Mammoth because there is very little prep work for me. It is practically self-teaching written to the student. I also appreciate their use of engaging visual models and exercises to explain not just the how of math, but the why as well. Math Mammoth provides both complete curriculum for grades 1 through 7, as well as work texts on specific math topics. These can be purchased in either digital downloads or print, and are available in a variety of international options. Learn more at mathmammoth.com. So today on this episode, we thought that we would uh, share with you guys what we're using for the school year, because even though it's, oh gosh, almost halfway through the year now... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> people change we haven't talked to you guys since the beginning of the year so <laughs> since the beginning of well since mid last year but <laughs> well, and I think right now is like when people are going oh my gosh this isn't working for me what am I right do? right so you might get some ideas exactly so I think this is the perfect time yeah so um so and uh let me preface this with I always have a nice long list and I rarely get to much of it. So <laughs> this is my this is my wish list. This is my I hope that I can do some of this <laughs> list. Whether or not we actually get to all this, you know. Well no, I can guarantee. I can tell you hands down, won't happen. <laughs> but these are the things that I have decided that we are going to try to get to this year. And if we only do a sampling of each, then, you know, it's, it's fine. Well, there's a couple of things here that we'll do more of, obviously. But, um, but yeah, it'll give you some ideas. You can hear what I'm doing and go look up. And all the links, of course, are going to be in the show notes. So you can go to the show notes, which will be at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com forward slash 65. This is episode 65. Um, and find all of these show notes um, and all the links to everything that we're going to talk about. So... Starting off, um, I because we are with this fantastic uh, homeschool charter right now, and they give us uh, enrichment funds to purchase uh, a lot of different things, um, We I decided to try out Homeschool Planet um, has a planner. Um, well, I guess Homeschool Planet is the planner. It's actually yes. from the Homeschool Co-op, right? Homeschool Buyers Co-op. Yeah, homeschool yeah. buyers co-op, and that's their plan- their online planner. That's their online planner. Yeah. See, I, that's how often I've used it. I still don't really know that. I st- and I've never used it, and I know that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have it, but I'm yeah, I haven't. Anyway, so with the homeschool planet, um, I purchased the whole reason why I'm using it is because I purchased from Brave Writer, who um, I recommend go back into our back episodes and listen to. Julie Bogart talk about Brave Writer. We have a two-part episode about that. Um, she has the Brave Writer lifestyle plan that you can purchase from her website, which is what I did, um, and it it imports into Homeschool Planet, so it gives you stuff to do throughout the year that goes That's along awesome. the Brave Writer lifestyle. So, yeah, assuming that you follow it. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I probably wouldn't either. But like the idea, the that ideas that are happens. in there, and it's got videos, and it's got like links to her website to read about different things, and it's got ideas of things to do. So it's really cool. It was definitely, I think, it's worth the money. I still need to go back and catch up on the things that I didn't do, all the things I didn't do yet. But um, I'm not even trying to use the planner for anything else because. I know that I'll completely fail and I don't want to feel like a complete failure. So I'm too ADHD to use that kind of a planner. It's just too, but for those of you who are very good at organizing and staying on track and planners work for you, Homeschool Planet is pretty awesome. It's got some really neat features. So check it out. Um, Links in the show notes, like I said. So anyway, that's, that's what I'm trying to use with Tiran. Um, and then for language arts, we're going to, I bought a ton of different Brave Writer things this year. So I've got him, well, I already had the Writer's Jungle. Um, so that was a book that I bought last year, I think, or maybe the year before. I don't remember. Anyway, never got very far in it. So I'm going to attempt it again. And that actually book, that book is for um, multiple ages. It's not like a specific level. I think that that one is like the basis for like their whole elementary school brave writer philosophy. I don't know. I'm, I'm not explaining it well. Julie could explain it much better. <laughs> Obviously, because she wrote it. But anyway. But go back and listen to our episode. Yeah, go back and listen to it. And she'll explain it. She will. She'll, she'll really talk about it. So, um, so I got that. I got the writer's jungle and then I purchased um Boomerang. Well, actually, I bought, I purchased the boomerang that I purchased because there's two. There's boomerang and then there's a pocket full. Pocket full? Let me see. I I linked directly to pouch. That's what it's called. It's called a pouch of boomerangs. So the pouch of boomerangs is um, for middle schoolers and it is um, different um, book. it's like a book list and then you and then it gives you a, a different writing assignments and stuff to go along with the books um and so it's like a unit study yeah kind of like a unit study i think um i haven't on like a specific book though like there's like a it's a literature guide is what it says here i'm trying to get the specific wording right down i haven't actually used it yet so can, can you tell <laughs> and i'm just guessing based on what i sort of know about yeah so i mean she's got a whole bunch of different literature guides um and this is the one specifically for middle schoolers. For it says sixth and seventh grade. So, um, but yeah, it's got it's got writing assignments to go along with specific um, books. So they read the you read them together, or they read the book and then you do some writing assignments. So I got that for for him. And then um, I also purchased a mem or a unit, I guess you call it, of Sequential Spelling Online. Sequential Spelling is actually a book that I've talked about on the show before, if you're a long-time listener. Um, I really, really like it. Um, it's a fantastic um, approach to spelling, I think, because it's sequential, and so they're learning like, when they're young, they're learning like, all, ball, stall, whatever, you know, like, like there's, they'll do the different words. Build. They're building on it, yeah, and then they'll, like, add different um, so they can see the patterns. The whole point is to see the patterns in the different words, and then they'll throw in, you know, um, like a homonym to, to confuse the heck out of them, and just so that they can <laughs> see what it is and and you know the difference and understand. It's it's very well done. And now they have an online version of it, so I don't have to sit. I don't have to take time out of my day to go sit and read this whole list to him because you're supposed to read it to them. The whole point is you read it to them, they write it, and then you correct it immediately. 
So there's no mm. time. And actually, this is really good because I didn't even realize this at the time, but I just recently read an article that talking about how like homework is a complete waste of time because there's so much time between when they do it and when they get it corrected that there's like they're not getting any of the benefit of the correcting. It really needs to be done like right away for them to be able to correct the errors, like for for their brain to really be able to for it to sink in, you know. Um, so th they have you corrected immediately. Like as soon as they, then you say how this correct spelling is, and if they got it wrong, they immediately correct it, so that they don't have mm -hmm. the correct spelling stuck in the brain. Um, yeah, that's actually I, I can see that. Like especially yeah, with spelling, spelling. Is, like it makes so much sense. And math too, you can see that with math too. Like you would want to. Well, otherwise you end up being forty-five and not knowing five straight <laughs> had bars exactly. in it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like Becky. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. So anyway, that's 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 really cool because it actually, you know, he puts his headphones on and he just listens. They say the word, he types it in. If he gets it wrong, they tell him to how to spell it, and he retypes it right away and moves on to the next one. So it's really cool. And then along with those, I'm gonna try to we're gonna try some copy work. We started a a, a what do you call it a um quote journal. That's I'm like sitting here waving oh. my hands like anybody can see. I'm thinking. This is my thinking wave. I know. I'm like. <laughs> I have no idea what you would do for copy work. I'm like trying to think. It's a quotes journal. So he loves Star Wars and Doctor Who and stuff. And so I've been having him do quotes yeah. from like his favorite shows and movies and stuff. We yeah. do that for handwriting. Well, that's... I have him copy quotes from like Star yeah, Wars Yeah, so the stuff. copy work is, you know, not only is he learning all the things that you can get from copy work as far as like spelling and, and getting good, good quality sentences from... You know, you hope that they're good quality sentences, but you know, <laughs> maybe throw some good literature in there too. Um, the doctor has good quality sentences, <laughs> um, but you're yes. also getting handwriting just as well. So that he and he definitely needs that. So we'll be doing that as well if I can squeeze that in there. And I'm going to try to get him to journal and blog if I can. I don't know. We'll see if they, I'd like him to journal or and a blog, but um, so far that's always been a struggle. So those are on the bottom of my list of things to do for language arts, just as a something to do um like when we need something to do like that ever has <laughs> so for math we're still with math mammoth we're going to continue on with math mammoth and then i also found um an online uh company called flash math this is really awesome so um he lost over the course of this last year when his mother was completely useless um <laughs> and was doing very little with him he lost a whole lot of math math information um, so we're doing some remedial math with splash math, which is amazing. It's really good. And like you, as, every time you get a, first of all, there's no timer or you can turn a time. Some of the stuff you can turn a timer on, but you can turn it off and timers stress the heck out of my kids. So there's no timer. And then there's themes, different themes. It's like this goofy. Well, one of the themes had, had a goofy looking pink hippo which is kind of young for him but um but it was funny because we were laughing at it because it was so dumb looking <laughs> and he goes like oh you did a good job and stuff and so we're we think it's hysterical because it's so goofy um so luckily he he finds it humorous um for the ocean theme but it has like ocean sounds like no stress no like tick 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 it's just ocean sounds because the first theme that you the, that you get is oceans um that's the default and then if you every time you get a question right you get a coin and so when you earn up enough coins, you can buy another theme. And so he just bought the space theme. So he's all jazzed by that. So now he has a little alien guy telling him when he's right or wrong and <laughs> in a little spaceship. And then it's got like little spacey sounds that it makes. So it's really cool. And it um, gives you progress reports and stuff. Um, and 
it it's you know self-correcting and stuff and it's it's awesome i really like it a lot and then i purchased the game speed it's a card game that's supposed to help with uh times tables um to help them learn um it's actually it's actually a really fun game and you're learning like basically you're learning like counting by threes counting by six because you got to know all of the numbers all the multiples of six all the multiples of seven basically and um and you play this game really fast and try to you know go up or down depending on what's what is on the deck and so in that sense in that way you're because you're only playing like with one number at a time um there's separate decks so if you're playing the sixes you got to do six twelve or go down you know you can go down so if you like have 18 you can do 12 or you can do um 24 i had to think about that for a second (laughs) 12 or 24 you know like that kind of thing so you have to it, it helps them to really learn or to um embed those um the multiples of the different numbers in their head so hopefully that will help them with times tables because he lost a whole lot of his times tables he used to know them all so um and i also have this book from right start right start math is really really good too and they have this fantastic book i highly recommend called right start math games and i went and got the um because i sold my whole kit i used to have the whole kit and i sold it all together and so i needed to go get the cards again so i purchased the cards that go along with the card games the book i already owned i did not sell that i held on to that but um i just bought all the cards for the card games so and they're really cool card games some of them are um are quite fun so we've had some fun with that as well and then i'm going to try to find some more math games for him as well and then for social studies um we since i knew that we were going to be going to the civil war um re uh i keep wanting to say reenacted it's revisited um which as i'm sure you guys can tell is like a um, reenactment um very authentic it's it's pretty awesome they even have people on horseback um uh i just had us both all of us just dove into the civil war until we got past the um that event so we have been like just watching videos and reading books and talking a lot about the civil war and reading some historical fiction and um i think i put some of that in the show notes for um uh the books that we read um and so so we were just like immersing ourselves in the civil war to prepare for this event and now the event's over so now we're going to start crash course world, world history because we love john green yes <laughs> he's awesome and he has world history and american history and i let the kids choose you want to do world or american and they chose world so but we did a whole lot of civil war already so we're doing that was one of the things that we actually managed to do pretty well so far this school year we learned a whole lot about the civil war my kids could actually tell you well hopefully they can still tell you (laughs) you never know right (laughs) yeah you think that they've learned something and then they they're like oh no (laughs) something you know that they know and then someone asks them i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yep and then i'm just gonna try as much as possible sprinkling in historical fiction whenever I can because I really like and picture books I really like the non-fiction picture books so whenever like we're learning about something I'll try to look some good books up online and order them from the library so we'll be throwing those in there with whatever topic we're on and then and we've been doing some lear- a little bit of learning about the holidays as they occur when 9-11 happened we went and watched a, a couple of really good videos about what that was all about and in remembrance of 9-11 and um, learn some stuff about that and so as as different holidays happen um, I want to make sure to try and do a little, little bit of learning about them and um, trying to do some projects so far I'm not very good at that but 
that's on my list too and learning about current events as they happen we've been we've been doing a lot of that as well so um geography is something that is so important to me i want to start this curriculum again so i put it on my list mapping the world by heart remember that one yes i do <laughs> it's awesome it looks like an awesome curriculum so i'm 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 going to try to dive into it, but at the very least, we're going to still do Amazing Race because I heard that they actually are still filming. Okay. <laughs> Last time, I think we thought that they were going to cancel the show, but I just heard that they finally started filming season 30. So we'll do Amazing Race for geography, and also I've got some cool puzzles that I really need to bring out, and I've been wanting to do because I want them to learn like the states and um, the different countries because the pieces are cut out into the shape. So it's a good way to learn geography. And um, I'll try to find some projects at point, maybe, here and there. <laughs> <laughs> for science, we're still doing Hendia Press chemistry, even though it's way too yeah. young for him now. <laughs> I'm going to do, I'm sure there are ways that I can, like, make it older. Yep. Well, we, you can always supplement with more reading and more writing. Yeah, that's what I figure. It's really good, so, and he really likes yeah. it. But we just never finished it, because this last year was kind of a waste, basically. So, um I mean, we did do something. It's not like we didn't do anything. We certainly did do some things, and they learned stuff. It's just wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't as nice as you would have liked. And... Yeah. Yes, we didn't accomplish as much as I would have liked. So, anyway, so we're still going to do that. Pandia's chemistry. I definitely want to finish that this year. He loves chemistry, so we're going to move forward on that. Um, he started getting the Steve Spangler Science Club kits. Yeah. Those are awesome. So we did an experiment with. Um, they look like Alka-Seltzer tabs. And you have to put them in the water and measure, like you did, like warm water and cold water, and see which ones bubble more and different things like that. And it's pretty cool. And then they have, then you put it in, um, you put it in a one of those um, film canisters, um, and it of course ex pops the top off and stuff. It's really fun. So it makes like a little rocket. Yeah, like a little rocket. Did they send you the film canister? Yes, they did. Because those are so hard to find these days. I know. I know. Yeah. No, they have the. The little clear, the clear ones is what they sent us. So yeah, awesome. they did that. So you put the little, you put the thing in there and it pops it off. And every, every, I have a really funny video. Maybe I'll put it. <laughs> I think I will put it, put it in the show notes. Make a note. I, I need to put the video. There's a video of me and him watching, waiting for it to explode. And I'm like, w w it's going to go. It's going to startle me. It's going to, and it's just as I say, it's going to start or so, uh, I don't know if I said scare start it, it popped and I went because ah! <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen every time I screamed so they were all, my husband and my son were cracking up at me because even though I knew it was gonna happen every time I screamed I'm like ah because it was really kind of loud so anyway and then of course we still watch Nova and Nova Science now absolutely love those two shows and then trying to find some good documentaries um we also have uh great courses now so I'm gonna see if I can find some science courses on great courses as well and we're gonna try to squeeze some nature hikes in there and of course we still got Makers Club which is very sciencey and doing projects in there so and I'm gonna try to squeeze some art in I don't know if we'll get to this but it's like on my list try to get back to discovering great artists and great American artists for mm -hmm. kids those two books which the links are in the show notes because um, they have some pretty good um, projects in there and my son does not gravitate towards art like my daughter so I have to like set things up and put them in front of him and then he really enjoys them but uh like I have to make it happen and I feel like he's not done any real and much art in recent years and I really want to try to bring that out again so I want to try to do that and then I also have this picturing the past um 
it's like an activity book that I purchased that we're going to try to use that as well here and there just sprinkled in and try to do some projects um, I want to see about possibly ordering a, a, an art kit I know you can get just like the science kits that will be mailed to you monthly so I'm going to look into that and see if, if we can possibly yeah. find something that um, works for that I see um, Juniper oh right that's right I forgot yeah, so a friend of ours is now doing that. I forgot. I did. I did want to order those. So I'll get you the link, and we can stuff that in the show notes. And yeah, put that in the show notes. That's a good idea. Because she not only ships to Fresno, I believe she ships all over the place. Yeah, I think so. Other people yeah. listed in art kits. Our friend does so much. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. And then the kids and I had talked about doing a stop motion. Sunday or Saturday or something for my blog a while ago and I really want to try to do that again. They were going to help me come up with some challenges and make our own stop motion animation videos and put a challenge on Homeschool Realm. Um, homeschoolrealm.com my blog <laughs> um, to have like a weekly stop motion challenge to have other kids make Fun. stop motions as well and I keep meaning to do that and I think that, that would be super fun and super educational so I want to I want to try to um, get that done again, and and uh, in the process we'll learn some video video editing as well, which my husband has said that he will, of course, since that's his field. <laughs> He's been a video editor for well, 30 plus years, uh, photographer and editor. Um, he can help us learn how to do that. And then lastly, music for Tyrion, drum lessons, and I'm just going to keep trying to play. I'm always trying to play a variety of music whenever we play music. We, we recently started using music to help us get our chores done in the morning, and um, we've been rocking out to some cool different kinds of music. And then field trips and fun time, of course, friend time. And then for Maven, I don't have quite as much stuff planned. Um, but I have, she's her, primarily I want her to be working on her business, her online business to sell her art on t-shirts and mugs and stuff. So we're going to continue working on her website. Uh, I should preface this with the reason we don't have as much is because she's not college bound. I'm not worried about standardized type uh, educational topics like uh, subjects with her. I'm not, like none of that concerns me. She's not heading to college. She's as of right now she's we've pretty much known that she's probably not going to go to college that she's going to pursue being an entrepreneur and um so we're pursuing going full bore she's a junior this year so we're going full bore with pursuing getting her as much education in her field of interest as possible so she'll be ready and um so the big thing that we're centering everything around is her business and um so she's going to learn more about wordpress which she already has been she's taken over um, updating. I used to have to keep track of it, but now she's doing it herself because she has her own laptop now. Um, so she's keeping track of it and doing updates and everything, and I'll teach her some more as we continue about how to work in it. Um, continuing, she's always working on her digital art. She was just doing mm. a new creature today, actually, in Photoshop using her, her drawing pad. Um, and then, um, you know, she'll learn from YouTube and lynda.com as needed or she tends to just Google when she wants to learn something so and then we're going to continue the micro business for teens curriculum by Carol Top, which is an excellent curriculum to help kids uh, there's three different books and I have all of them and so we're working our, she's going to be working her way through that um, to learn how to open her business and then um, for language arts we're going to continue doing help for high school by Brave Writer and copy work and journal and blog she probably won't 
I don't think she'll blog because she hates blogging, but I might be able to get her to journal some more because she actually did start journaling. And I thought the copywork would be kind of fun because she likes Doctor Who quotes and stuff, so I might be able to get her to do that. We'll see. <laughs> For math, since we she's she's done all of the math that I feel that she needed to learn, we're move, we've moved into personal finance. So she's doing Dave Ramsey's Foundations in Personal Finance, the high school edition for homeschool, which I cannot say enough about. It's amazing. I, I need to do a full review at some point um, because they actually gave it to me for a review. So I, I do plan to fully review it and I will go into more details about it. But just uh, links in the show notes. Dave Ramsey has a fantastic personal finance um, and for those of you who are a secular homeschooler like us, you may be concerned because Dave Ramsey, we know, is a religious um, person, a person mm-hmm. of religion. <laughs> anyway. He has religious content. Yes. <laughs> he has religious content in most of his stuff that he does. Well, not all of it, but yeah. Anyway, um, it's not in the curriculum. There's some scriptures on the sidebar, but, you know, that's it's not a big deal. So for those of you who that's important to know... There you go. It has not. It has no religious content in the actual curriculum. Just some scriptures on the sidebar. So there you go. Um, social studies, uh, civil war. Of course, we said like we're doing that, and we're doing we're doing all this together. So it'll be crash course world history and the historical fiction and picture books and all that stuff and learning about holidays and trying to do some projects and stuff. So she's she's included, and we're doing that as a group. So. Because um, we all love John Green, which incidentally I should mention, if John, if John Green is too, talks too fast for you, which he does for us, we actually figured out with YouTube, you you know, you can slow down videos, and we slowed him down to to three quarters speed, and it's like just right for us. <laughs> so we can actually under like we can pro like our my brain cannot process everything he's saying, how fast he says yeah. it, and my kids were complaining of the same thing because he talks so fast, which is fun to listen to but if you really want to retain the information it's really hard <laughs> so we just slow him down to three quarters speed and then it's his voice isn't distorted but it's slow enough to where he sounds kind of like a normal pace <laughs> it works for us uh let's see oh i put the uh, geography we're doing that as a group so if sh- if we can get to the mapping the world by heart um that would be great. I'm, she'll be included in that. And then we'll, of course, be doing Amazing Race as a family. We always do. And then the puzzles will be as a group and any projects that we come up with and learning about current events as they happen. Um, science is nature. I mean, Nova and Nova Science now. Oh, and also nature. Um, documentaries, nature hikes, Makers Club, that kind of stuff. Um, she's uh, Science has never been an issue for my kids because they pursue it on their own. They We unschool science for the most part because they just love science so they're always exploring and looking for new things and they can tell you so many things amazing like especially revolving around animals (laughs) they learn a lot just from wild (laughs) crabs so anyway and then art i don't have to do anything for her because she's constantly pursuing her own art and her handcrafts and then we um have field trips and friend time still so that's our plan for the school year um I know it's a lot. <laughs> like I said, we won't we won't get to it all. I guarantee. <laughs> but I'll give you some resources to go look up if you're interested. So what are you guys doing, Becky? Not as much. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not either, really. <laughs> so Aaron is in 10th grade this year, and he has decided that he wants to take some online classes. Um, we tried once before, and it didn't work out because of the other side like they weren't responsive enough for us but we are trying strong mind 
um, through Inspire, and he's taking geometry, English 10, world history, and physical science there, and it's going. <laughs> um, we're it's weird having another teacher. Like I'm not I'm literally I'm not his teacher anymore. I don't grade anything, nothing. Okay. I don't even provide work samples for those subjects anymore. They do all of it. And well, that's handy. It is, but it's also very strange and very difficult. Yeah. Learning. Feeling a little uh, un- unplugged. Out of yeah. Touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm still teaching psychology, though. So I'm I built for Inspire. If, if you go look in there, um, there um, electives, my psychology classes in there that I put together. And oh, nice. yeah, it's all using stuff from Teachers Pay Teachers and. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll list the specific shops that I used, um, but L- Lesson Plan Ninja and Big, I'm sorry, Burt Brock's Big Ideas, which <laughs> I know they sound silly, but actually they put together some really good stuff. Um, cool. And then he's also taking Instrumental Music One, which is the guitar and the ukulele that he's doing over at Fresno. Um, it's it's time for him to finally be getting credit for all of that <laughs> stuff he does with yeah. music. Um, last year, we, he got credit for doing art, so this year he gets credit for doing music. And, um, yeah, that's that's Aaron's big plans for this year. And then Jack, <laughs> um, he is in sixth grade now. And, of course, he's, he's moving beyond the page. Um, I am sticking with it until we run out. <laughs> I love the curriculum so much. And I, I'm having fun because I'm teaching books I've already taught before. And, like, I'm looking oh, yeah. forward. I'm like, oh, gosh, we get to read um, The Invention of Hilo Cabaret again. Oh, yes. I love that. Book. I love doing that one. So I'm going to contact my friend Nate Butler and see if he'll do the the films of George Millier again for us. Oh, nice. Uh, for Silent Movie Night, because he always loves to get a, have a chance to get up there and tell all the stuff he knows about George Millier. So, mm-hmm. um, and plus, those are great silent movies. So um, I, that's one of my favorites from the nine to eleven age range. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also for he's using that also this year for science and social studies. Now that's a first for us. We've always used moving beyond the page for um, language arts mm-hmm. but um, I haven't used it for science and social studies for these for this high of a grade yet so all of the science and social studies stuff is new for me mm-hmm. uh, but it's great we're enjoying it it's going well and as well as can be expected I suppose <laughs> um, and he's also using Alex for math we used Alex last year for math um, mm-hmm. it's not a terrible program it teaches math and um, yeah it's okay I, mm-hmm. I'm kind of one of those people like you're gonna have to learn it and I'm sorry I will try to make it as fun as I can but at the end of the day you're gonna learn your multiplication multiplication tables whether it's fun or not mm-hmm. so, yeah Alex does the job and it's it, it's not horrible and it's not you know all day games fun and playing but it does the job so mm-hmm. and he's also as I mentioned before studying robotics and programming at Innovet, which unfortunately he's not getting credit for right now but that's okay hmm he is enjoying the heck out of those classes. Right now, he's programming a robot that um, can it has sensors, and so it, it can go around on the floor and won't run into things. Mm-hmm. And um, next semester, he's going to hack um, an Amazon Echo Dot for an artificial intelligence class. <laughs> so, cool. Um, all, yeah, I know. All of that's super duper duper exciting, and I am jazzed about it. Cool. And that's pretty much it for us. I mean, I I, I right now have nine windows open for things that I found since when I've been talking like I've been clicking on your links and seeing things and then going oh wow this is interesting so <laughs> I may be adding more things here yeah. I just found a really cool math game I'm like I think we might be playing this math game for a while so, yeah I yeah. keep stumbling across cool math games because that's 
that I'm focusing on right now to help him relearn his times tables and stuff. So that's I was looking at a, a, a game for multiplication because mm-hmm. we we never learned the times tables. Yet. They have never had them memorized. And oh Jack, really? Yeah. Yeah. Jack is very good at he looks he multiplication to him is adding groups. That's it. There, mm-hmm. There's no other to describe what it is. So when he does multiplication, he adds the groups together. Mm-hmm. And I keep trying to tell him, if you memorize it, you can not have to count eight eight times. But right. still insists, it's eight groups of eight. I have to add together eight groups of eight. And I think part of that <laughs> is his very rigid thinking that he has, you know. Uh-huh. I, I think that will calm down as we go along. And right. so I... Um, I definitely want to find, and I did find a game um, for teaching multiplication. That I, it's a board game, though, and it looks really fun. Well, that speed game, that card game, is also an app. Oh, cool. Well, I was thinking that yeah. like, if I get this one and you get that one, then maybe after a while we could swap. Yeah. Yeah, then we could both have multiplication games, and they're just different. Right. I got the, I'm looking at the pet one the, where they have to feed a certain amount of pets, and oh. it's like an actual board game. So, oh, cool. Because that's more Jackson. He likes board games. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So, if you love the show and you would like to contribute to the making of them, and we promise it won't be another, well, we mostly promise it won't be another 11 months. You, <laughs> we hope. <laughs> you can sign up for a monetary pledge per show via the crowdfunding site Patreon. You decide how much, and even you can set a cap um, per month. Like, I only want to give them $5 per month. Doesn't matter how many episodes they put out. That's fine. You can do that. Plus, we have some fun rewards for you at each level. So, for a complete info, visit Savvy Homeschool Moms forward slash Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. So, now we're going to do our books of the week. And since so much time has gone by, this list is going to sound way more impressive than it really is. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, 11 months. (laughs) And actually, you know, my kids, and, and all that time, one book each. So, <laughs> granted, I do read aloud to them a lot, so well, we do have that. But uh, Tiran has read the book Pax by Sarah Pennypacker, and Maven read The Girl Who Drank the Moon by Kelly Barnhill. Um, and then she's supposedly in the middle of reading Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children by Ransom Riggs again. Um, but she got off track, so I don't know. It's going to be on the list for a while, I think. <laughs> she's determined to reread it, but then she keeps getting off track. So um, Then I read aloud to them um, Amelia's War by Anne Rinaldi, which was a historical fiction about the Civil War. Good book if you want a Civil War historical fiction. Highly recommend Amelia's War. Excellent book. Um, and I'm pretty sure I've even talked about it on the show before, but I'm not going to go into it right now because i got to continue with this list. <laughs> <laughs> the Colossus Rises, Lost in Babylon, and The Tomb of Shadows, which are book one to three of the Seven Wonders series. Um, there's seven books in the series um, by Peter Larangus. I don't know if I said that right or not. Um, we stopped after three. Uh, Tieran's actually read that entire series and um, really loves it, but Maven and I weren't feeling it, so <laughs> we stopped. I read that aloud to them, and it was it was one of those books where you or those were these books. The series is like so much happening all of the time you can't keep track of it all, and I was just like enough. <laughs> so we wanted to move on. Um, we also read from the mixed up files of Mrs. Basil E. Frankweiler by E. L. Konigsberg. Koenigsberg. Um, love that book. That was my second time reading it. Very good book. Um, the Graveyard Book by Neil Gaiman. Yay! 
my second time reading that one too. <laughs> the Amber Spyglass, which was the final book in his Dark Materials by Philip Pullman, horrible book. <laughs> Don't recommend. Like, the, have, did you have you ever read the Dark his Dark Materials series? The first one, The Compass. That's the only one that's actually really good. Yeah, I found this is my opinion, but yeah, the second book was okay. The third book was. I didn't even really connect to the first book. Like, I really tried because everyone was like, you know, all it was when the movie came out and everyone was all. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen that movie. I I I wanted to know why everyone was up in arms. So I read the book and I was like, well, I mean, it was okay. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty good, but it it got it got weird. Yeah. So I did not like the the third book. By the third book, I was ready for the series to be over. The second book was when it started getting weird and convoluted and. I don't know. It was just, I didn't like it. The kids and I, neither one of us, like, we were glad to be done with the series. The first book, The Golden Compass, is excellent, but second and third books, eh. If you don't read them, you're not missing anything, so. Unless you really, really need to know how the story ends, but, um, see, I don't even remember anymore, so. (laughs) That's how good it was. (laughs) Um, The Secret Keepers is the book that we're currently in the middle of. Um, by Trenton Lee Stewart, who, incidentally, you may recognize that author's name. He is the author of the uh, Mysterious Benedict Society trilogy, um, which is amazing. Um, so he's a really, really good author. This this one's a little slow to start, so we're not. We've kind of we keep going back and forth, forgetting to read it because it hasn't. This was much slower to start than his other books, but we like it so far. Um, and for me, I actually had um, a little bit of a sprint of, uh, or a binge, that's probably a more appropriate word, of reading um, for a little while there. So I read, I finally finished. I only had borrowed the book from a friend for like five years. <laughs> Enslaved by Ducks by Bob Tart. <laughs> I finally finished that book. <laughs> it was it was eh, it was pretty good, but it was, the title yeah. cracks me up. The title Enslaved by Ducks, yeah, guy who has like all these crazy pets, lots of birds, turkey, and tons of ducks, and a yes. couple of geese, and yeah, just all kinds of crazy parrots, and yeah, and then he also has like buddies and. Yeah, anyway, basically he has like a zoo. He has like a menagerie at his house with him and his wife. So, um, it was interesting, but yeah, I didn't go on. There's like a second and third book, I think, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm done. <laughs> Wasn't that good? Um, The Girl Who Drank the Moon, I also read that because Maven read it and she looked at me and said, you gotta read this book, Mom. And so I did, <laughs> and it was really good. The Girl Who Drank the Moon by Kelly Barnhill. The Time of Fireflies, which is a book that Maven owns. Actually, the next three books are all books that Maven owns. I've been, I was pulling books off of her shelf to read her, her books. I'm like, which one should I read next, Maeve? So I had a bunch of her books. Time of Fireflies by Kimberly Griffiths, Griffiths, Griffiths Little. Um, the Peculiar and the Whatnot by Stefan Bachman. Love. Oh my gosh, they're so good. Um, An Island of the Ants by Eva Ibbotson. Um, so I read all those. Those were all hers, and then I finally decided I needed to go back to my favorite, Anne McCaffrey. And I started again for the second or third time, probably the third time, reading the Dragon Riders of Pern series. So good. So I read Dragonflight, Dragon Quest, White Dragon, All the Wares of Pern, Dolphins of Pern, The Skies of Pern, and I'm currently in the middle of reading Dragon's Dawn. And there's more. <laughs> so <laughs> I read them in chronological order this time. 
Uh, I think the first time I read them in the publishing order, and this time I read them in chronological. Well, not entirely in chronological order, because I did read the in, the first series first, and then the I started reading the prequel. I, the book I'm reading right now is the prequel, so technically I didn't read them in chronological order, but um, I read the original trilogy chronological order from there on. So, and I did not go back to Dragon's Dawn until I finished all those. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's fun. I'm really enjoying it. And these books make me so happy. And I had one of them in my, I think it was Dragon's Dawn actually. I had him, I was reading it at my doctor's office. And my doctor walks in and she goes, Oh, Anne McCaffrey! <laughs> I love her! And I'm like, I love you more! <laughs> I was like, oh, I mean, I love her more now because she's an Anne McCaffrey fan. And so then we ended up talking about the Dragon Riders of Purge. It was awesome. Started reading these when I was like 11 years old. So, <laughs> oh. anyway, yes, huge fan. Have you ever read any of her books? Nope, not my style. Oh, no dragons, huh? Nope. It's awesome. I love them. Okay, so what have you been reading? Um, let's see. This is just my list because um, my kids, basically, Aaron has reread the entire like, Harry Potter series, and that's it. Oh, cool. And, uh, well, Jack, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, he, he's listening to them, not not reading them, listening to them. Yeah. That's his, yeah. That's his common thing is to listen to Harry Potter, so it makes it easy to get through them quickly. And, oh, um, but that's a really good audiobook. So those are good audiobooks to listen to. They are. And yeah. Jack has been reading various bits and things here and there, but no, like, solid books. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because it, he has a sensory thing. He doesn't like touching paper. So it's really hard oh. to find books that he'll read because he won't hold them. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah. There are times when literally we're sitting at the table and I'm across the table holding the book open for him so he can read because he can't touch the paper. Oh, that's interesting. So, <laughs> um, I have been reading um, Seven Eves by Neil Stevenson. Um, that was good. Long. Um, the Fireman by Joe Hill. Love that. Uh, Lock and <laughs> Key by Joe Hill. Also love that. The Body Reader by Anne Frazier. That was pretty good if you like, like, gory, murdery stuff. Um, <laughs> the Girl with All the Gifts and the Boy on the Bridge by M.R. Casey. Um, the Girl with All the Gifts is the one that the movie is based on with Glenn Close. And, mm. um, uh, it's about a zombie apocalypse. Oh, never heard of it. Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman. About exactly what it's like. Um, Loki <laughs> and Thor and all the guys going about their stuff. Cool. It's the original stories but retold by Neil Gaiman. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, horror Store by Grady Hendrix, which is a hilarious um, horror um, story that takes place in, like, an Ikea. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. That's um, funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. I really enjoyed that one. Um, Raising My Rainbow like by Laurie Duran. Um, that was mm-hmm. really, really good. I highly recommend that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gwendy's Button Box by Stephen King. The Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler. <gasps> love her. I love Parable of the Sower. I'm actually on the wait list for the next one. I have not read that one. See, those are the ones I like. And ones that you read, I look at those and go, uh, I mean, it sounds okay, but not as interesting as this. Well, the but vampire I, one you'd probably like, though. Yeah, I don't know. It just I've read the description. It just doesn't sound as interesting to me oh, for some so reason. Good. I, I find it so funny. But, you know, if you have time, check out Parable of the Sower. And I definitely will well, check out. I love out her. I'll, I'll check out the other ones just to get, get to them. Mm-hmm. Um, what It Means When a Man Falls from the Sky by Leslie Nika Amara. I don't know how to pronounce this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
obviously. Um, I got that one from the Le- uh, LeVar Burton Reads podcast. Mm. If you haven't heard this podcast, you must listen. It is <laughs> Rainbow for Adults. And he read one story from that short story book, and I absolutely fell in love. And <laughs> I love this. It's a book of short stories, and I loved mm-hmm. it. It was fantastic. Um, cool. And yeah, I recommend that one. Um, we Are Legion, which is book one in the Bobverse by mm-hmm. Dennis Taylor. That is amazing. I feel like science fiction, especially funny science fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really good. Um, like you, I have gone back to my roots in yeah. books that made me happy, and I have yeah. started On a Prophecy. Or actually, I finished Pond of Prophecy by David Eddings, and I'm on the wait list for um, Queen of whatever the next book in that series is a Bulgarian series. Mm-hmm. Um, I read those like in junior high, mm-hmm. and I got the audiobooks, and I just loved listening to it. It felt so good to like revisit these characters. That's that fun, I love so much especially when I was- fond memories from them. Yeah, that's how that's how Anne McCaffrey's books are. Especially since the other book I'm reading is Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace. Uh-huh. Which is like 1,700 pages long. Oh, <laughs> long? Yeah, and um, if anyone's ever read Brett Easton Ellis, I know you haven't because it would not be your style, <laughs> but if anyone has ever read Brett Easton Ellis, this guy writes a lot like that. Like long, long, long descriptive paragraphs about nothing. <laughs> <sighs> but I have decided that I'm going to get through this monstrosity. So I have it loaded on my Kindle, so um, I... I you know, try to knock a chunk out of it every couple of days if I can, <laughs> and I eventually will get it finished, and then I will have, I will be proud of myself. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of books, if you're planning on purchasing any of the books we just mentioned from Amazon or Audible, please consider clicking through our affiliate links on the sidebar at our website at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com. We have links to Amazon, Audible, Discount School Supply, Kerclick, and more. It won't cost you anything extra, and it helps support the show. Yep. Yay! All right, so I guess we'll do the links of the week now. Yay! Um, so my link for this week is Christina Kuzmik. Um, she has the Truth Bomb Mom Facebook page. There's she also has a website, a YouTube channel, and Instagram. Um, she is amazing. She's this uh, really funny woman. Um, she goes live on Facebook a lot too. So. Um, but her videos are very well produced, um, and she publishes a couple. I, I don't know how often she publishes new ones because she reposts old ones a lot. So I'm not sure. But the gist of it is, she's a well. She was a single mom for part of her life, and so she knows about having a really hard time as a mom. And um, she talks about that, and she's just. Um, really funny and she basically is like giving you it's okay to be screwing up or it's okay to be tired or it's okay to, you know not be the perfect mom kind of thing and she does it in a really funny way and um and so many times and I see so many people commenting the same thing so many times she says just the right thing just when you need to hear it too this is really awesome saying like you are doing an amazing job and that kind of stuff and she's just ugh, i love her she's so funny she's so fun and um you watch her videos she's hysterical she'll she'll be like hiding in the bathroom from her toddler and stuff and (laughs) it's it's just hysterical so i highly recommend checking out christina kuzmik if you especially if you enjoy 
comedic videos to give you a pick me up because she she really is uh awesome at, at making you feel good about you know like I uh, you know maybe I, you know she's like you know did you get dressed today give yourself a sticker <laughs> did you did you eat breakfast or something at some point before noon <laughs> you know, give yourself a sticker you know uh, yeah so she's she's just like amazing so can't say enough about her but I also wanted to I couldn't just say one link this week because I have been going on a bitty bitty bedtime stories binge lately um because uh I really want to help the show out so um to get him some more listeners so I'm going to mention him as my second link link of the week only because I really want you guys to go check him out um check well Biddy's a girl I've talked about him on the show before but Biddy is a girl duck it's a podcast of bedtime stories with a six-year-old girl duck and um, a bear and a raccoon and a cat and um, what else? Uh, there's a bunch of different animals. Those are the main animals, and then there's other animals that come and go sometimes here and there. And they just got a new a new animal, a dog. Um, the, they're funny because it's like the cat has a French accent. The when the opossum is on, he he sounds like Elvis. He's not there all that often these days, but when he does, Aaron opossum is hysterical because he sounds like Elvis. <laughs> and socks um, <laughs> uh, the kitty is from France, so he has this really thick, horrible French accent. <laughs> and um, and the dog they just got sounds totally like Antonio Banderas. He's got a, a Spanish <laughs> accent. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's funny. And and Biddy's got this adorable lisp and. Um, yeah, it's just a really good show, and he does these goofy stories, and my son's been the intro for quite a while. He just recently started swapping them out with some of his kids who've been uh, wanting to do intro, um, the intro sound, what do you call it? The, in- the intro! <laughs> the <laughs> intro! I don't know what you call it! Um, it's time for bed, everyone! <laughs> that that intro. Um, Tyrion's the one that's in, like, the last, I don't know, two or three years worth of episodes and um and just recently he started rotating some other kids in doing the same thing so it's kind of cool because i was like oh look they got they let other kids have a chance um and then we just recorded another uh intro for him so we'll see if he uses that in the next episode so you hear my son's voice in there sometimes so um anyway i can't say enough about it bitty bedtime stories if you like podcasts which you obviously do because you're listening to us i want you to go to uh, your whatever app you're using and start a search right now search for Biddy which is B-I-D-D-Y and look for Biddy Bedtime Stories uh, I highly recommend the first episode you listen to um, be Bob <laughs> or you can listen to the very first intro episode uh, go all the way down to the very first episode it's like hi my name is Biddy or something like that that's a cute one too but one of our the funniest ones that Tiran and I really love is called Bob and it's fun. <laughs> it's so funny I won't even say what it's about. You will laugh. Even adults will laugh. It's funny. It's I love it. It's hysterical. But yeah, Bob is a really funny episode. It's I had to look it up. Here it is. It's episode number one hundred and eight. Um, go listen to that first because not all of her episodes are hysterically funny. Sometimes they're more of a moral lesson, which are really wonderful too. But uh, Bob is a good representation of how silly the bitty stories are. And the motto is, if you go to sleep laughing, you wake up smiling. So my son many times goes to sleep laughing because of the show. And he literally will not go to sleep without bitty bedtime stories. So right now, go subscribe. And if you really like the show, 
drop me a line and let me know if you like it because I'd love to hear it. I'm, I've actually been talking to the the producer of the show for a while and I'm sure he'd love to hear and if you love the show go to his um, show on iTunes and um, leave him a review he needs more reviews <laughs> so and hopefully some of you had already started listening to the show um, when I've mentioned it before but I wanted to really make sure to mention that um, today because I wanted to help him get some more listeners so go everybody go listen <laughs> Listen with your kids. It's really awesome. Okay. Yay. So what is your link of the week? Uh, first, I wanted to mention Jack Gall enjoys Pity Bedtime Stories. Oh, yes. That's right. He, he even asked. Enjoys hearing his friend. I know. He said to Tieran one time, I, he was like, hey, you? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yep. Yep. So my link of the week is edx.org. edx.org. And this one has free online courses. Um, some of them are serious and some of them are silly. I've taken a couple there now and I've really enjoyed the experience. I had a really good time. Um, and current, well, I was supposed to, when I wrote this, I was supposed to start the rise of superheroes and their impact on popular culture because I don't have to take things that are college bound. And, um, but I didn't get a chance to. So I'm kind of sad now that I'm looking at this note. I'm going, oh, I forgot I was going to take that class. But the upside is <laughs> that even though the class has already started, I can join in because I'm not taking it for credit. So it's free. And I can just pop right in where they are. I can catch up with the stuff they've already done and pop right in where they're at. Mm -hmm. So, um, And oh. if you're not taking them for credit, like you don't need a certificate for anything, they're free. And cool. they have... Um, a wide range of courses for you and your children. Personally, I, I, I like this for myself mm -hmm. because I like to try to learn new things occasionally and keep the brain a little elastic. I'm getting up there in the age and um, yeah. <laughs> I don't want any more of my facilities that I've already lost. And so, uh, I'm trying to, to do that, trying to avoid that by learning new things this year. And well, I'm still going to try, I think, now that I'm reminded that I was going to take this. I have just opened the window so I can go back to it and try again. Yeah. And um, so edX.org, really cool classes, awesome. and it's free. Cool. Yeah. To check that out. So now we're going to do some listener recognition. So we have two views on iTunes that we want to share today. The first one's from Betty... I guess that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. She missed nine. <laughs> 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 and uh, her review starts off, well, it's titled Still Going Strong. And it says, this is a revolutionary podcast that's been providing helpful and entertaining information for quite a while. I'm relatively new to podcasts, so I love how I can binge listen to such a program. Thank you, Betty. That was very nice. Yay. <laughs> and then we have another one from Keely and Kenna's mom. Sound about right to you? I think so. And um, her title is Amazing Podcast. <laughs> it says, This world of kids being tutored and coached in all their pursuits, it was refreshing to be reminded that we can teach our own children. I don't homeschool my children, but I find this podcast very useful in incorporating education into activities with my children. Tina and Becky explain everything from fun ways to teach science through experiments to reviewing books to exploring nature with your children. Although not all the topics are relevant to me, they are always interesting and entertaining to listen to. My only complaint is that they don't put out enough episodes. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> that is a common we, complaint. Yes. <laughs> you're right. We don't. We don't. We're sorry. <laughs> Life. You know. Life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank to, you, guys. We yes. love seeing those. Yes. Don't forget, uh, you can head over to iTunes and leave us a review anytime. We love those reviews. We may even read them on the show. Yeah. 
That's almost guaranteed we'll read them on the yeah, show. Yeah, pretty much about guaranteed. That. Yeah, yeah. You leave us a review, we'll read it. <laughs> Everything you want to talk about today? I think so. So if you like our show, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends all about us. For links to resources shared in this episode and view notes on all of our shows, you can visit us on the web at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com and you can find the show notes specific to this episode at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com forward slash 65. And while you're on our site, you can drop us a note or a voicemail and let us know if you have any ideas for show topics or guests. Well, goodbye, everyone. Have a great week and come back and take a break again with us next time. Yep. Goodbye. Bye. And share what resources they are using this year. (laughs) That was good. What? Okay. Episode number. Wait, what? Episode number 65. So we have two. I just had a brain fart. Okay. (laughs) Seriously, I just froze. Like, brain went blank. I like. We have to what? I don't know. (laughs) Alright, try it again.